Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! It's up! This is the Talk of Champions Extra. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Keith Carter, Ole Miss Athletics Director. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. How are you? What are you up to? Man, just, you know, taking it easy. Not much going on right now. So right. Just, uh, you know, staying at home a lot around the pool. Uh, no, <laughs> no, ton, tons going on, obviously, with football. And, um, you know, it's just when football starts, you know, it, everything everything turns on. And uh, that's what we do it for. It's so much fun obviously we got soccer and volleyball and cross country going as well and um you know students back in town and our kids back in school so it's just rolling man soccer has its highest ranking ever they're balling out there they are they are they're really good i got a chance to go watch them uh, play last night and they, they were able to beat western kentucky uh really really good team and uh you know the thing that we talked a lot about within our you know in our our department and our programs is uh, we've, we've been able to win a national championship the last couple of years in, in, in two different sports, and that's our goal every year now. We want to we win national championships. And so, uh, you know, soccer's off to a great start, ranked ninth in the country, and, uh, you know, we'll see where they can go. Not, not putting pressure on them to win a national championship, but uh, we, we want all of our programs to aspire to that. I was fixing to say, you start out with a humble brag about the pool at your house. Now you're telling soccer to go win a national championship. Woo! We're coming in <laughs> Hey, hot. we're... We're coming in hot today. Coming We're in hot. Coming in hot. That's what that's what we do now. What about a new soccer facility? I feel like I've talked to you about that every time we've done one of these for the last three years. Yeah, you know we're gonna we're a new a new uh, renovation to the soccer facilities in the works. Uh, we're looking at all that and seeing what makes sense to do over there and, and when we can get started. But uh, you know softball is rolling, soccer's rolling, and and uh, you know we got golf and baseball to initiate. So. Uh, along with the Manning Center, which obviously we see the construction on that every day. So a lot of projects going, and uh, that's what we do. If you don't have cranes and bulldozers and those type of things moving around, then uh, then you're falling behind. Yeah, is the Manning Center on on schedule where it's supposed to be? It is. It is. Yeah, we're we're right on track. Uh, that facility will be totally finished next July. Uh, so we've got, I guess, what about ten months left of the project, and uh, you know we'll get we'll get football back over there in their building, which will be really really nice and. Um, you know, it will be state of the art. It'll be as good as any facility in the country at that point, and uh, and it'll be really good. So you're going to do one of those player reveals, right, where they get to walk through it in your video. It's going to be like one of those deals. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We we did that for our for our track locker room facility, and uh, they they loved it. You know, and I think that when you can do things like that, and and you give them a sneak peek before everybody else gets to see it, uh, I think that's really special. So where is the Ben Garrett plaque on the wall? Here is a wall next to the bathroom dedicated to the loud, stupid ginger. Is it by the, you know, down the hallway or no? We, we were thinking, we were thinking either actually in the restroom or uh, in the copy, the copy room. So which, whichever one, whichever one you were thinking, you know, would fit your personality the best. So I, th- I think the copy machine works because that's where I almost ran like, physically ran into 
um, bumped into Morgan Freeman. Like, I think we almost like knock each other down. So, Hey, that would work. That would work in the tad pad of all places. Yeah, that would work. (laughs) Um, so someone on, on my message board asked about if all the champions now stuff is on pause and I'm talking about, OU stadium upgrades and that kind of stuff, or just bought Hemingway stadium. Yeah, just just the stadium, um, and we we made a little uh, just a few days ago. I put out a video kind of talking about where we're going uh, with the campaign. Uh, the original goal was 350 million, that included the stadium. Uh, now that we've pressed pause on the stadium, we've backed off, and, and the goal is going to be around 175 million. It, it does include the projects that I just mentioned: Manning Center, softball, soccer, uh, golf phase two, and then the the baseball stadium. So, uh, still a lot of really cool projects. Um, you know, those are obviously smaller in scale. I think the biggest project within those five would be the Manning Center, which is 45 million. Um, you know, much more just just easier to handle right now with, with some of the variables and the environment that we're in. We just felt like with the stadium, with it being such a massive project, uh, we were going to probably do a 25 year bond issue on that. And we just didn't feel like we were ready to do that right now. So uh, but the other projects are, are rolling and uh, you'll see a lot of progress on those here in the, in the coming months and years. Well, now that you press pause on that stadium, is is there are you all going kind of back to the drawing board to try to figure out what you all want to do next? Maybe even build a smaller stadium, maybe where the tad pad is. I don't know. Anything like that? Are y'all thinking all thinking of all possibilities now, or is it just we're waiting until an indefinite amount of time? Yeah, honestly, Ben, I think we're just kind of waiting on the stadium right now. We're we're kind of putting our focus on some other things at the moment. Again, these other projects are taking a lot of our time, and you know, just other things going on. A lot of the things in college athletics and the landscape that we're in. So, um, you know, I'll be honest. Since we kind of pressed pause i've kind of put that one on the back burner for now and we'll pick it up at the appropriate time i think it's a great project i think it's something that's needed um you know for the future of the stadium but uh right now we're just kind of focused on other things what, what are we going to do with the tad pad we're just gonna leave it well, there you know that's an that's an interesting question you know the the, the tad smith coliseum is actually a university owned building athletics uh-huh. doesn't own that building right and so at some point uh you know there is in the master plan that it will come down become a green space maybe academic buildings around it residential buildings those type of things uh you know that could be some very valuable space over there uh but the old the old joke is that you know in 1966 when it opened uh, it cost like $2.5 million to build right. uh, and open. And now to tear it down, I think it would be at least double that by the time oh. you, you got it all said and done. So uh, not, not the most attractive thing to do at this, at this moment. And I'll say this, it's actually been really good for us. Our, our spirit teams get to kind of house over there, you know, mm. the, the dance team and, and the cheer squad. Uh, they, they actually have that floor and, and locker room space and all that. So it's been really cool for them to have their own space. And then, obviously, the, the Athletics Foundation is over there on the south side of the building, and the ticket office is still on the north side. So whenever they do decide to tear it down, we're going to have to to adjust and, and move those folks around. I can't remember the name of the Muppet that does all the demolition stuff, but I could do that. Just, you know, I'll take, like, 50 grand, find a way to blow it up. <laughs> blow it up. Sounds, sounds like that would probably be up to code, and, and we'd, right. we'd feel just fine with that, you know? So I'll, I'll get my people to call your people. Yeah, and, and that way my um, little plaque in the Manning Center can move from the bathroom, you know, to maybe above, I don't know, a water fountain. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just spitballing. Just you know, brainstorming here. Just brainstorming. <laughs> um, what did you think of the in-game experience for the season opener in football? Well, I thought at kickoff it was really good. 
you know, I thought that the crowd turned out, the student section turned out. Um, you know, I think Paris Buchanan and our marketing team have done a fantastic job, you know, over the summer uh, coming up with some really creative and, and cool things to do. The DJ was, was really awesome. Um, you know, so I, I thought it was good. And, and obviously, you know, we hope that people will stay. You know, I think in the second half, um, it was hot, I get it. But, you know, we hope that folks will, will stay, you know, through the second half and support the team and, um, I do feel like there's kind of a, a mental a mental hurdle that our that our team faces when they when they come out of the locker room at halftime and a lot of the folks have left and um, you know we we're we're really hoping that our students will will come and stay and so but I, I thought it was good um, you know for an opener against a non-conference team uh, you know it's interesting the way our schedule works out this year we have all four of our non-conference games at the beginning of the season uh, so it you know usually for one of those non-conference games you know people kind of take it off so. You know, we're hoping everybody shows up tomorrow, and um, we'll, we'll be there for that one, and uh, and we'll keep rolling. But overall, I thought the environment for game one was really good. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions in iTunes, and when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And Talk of Champions is brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. As the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams kick off the NFL regular season, now is the time to prepare for your winning season at MyBookie. Whether you're a veteran, better, or a first-timer, MyBookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus. It's quick and easy. A $250 deposit puts $500 in your account, and you can use your funds to bet instantly on as many games, contests, and props as you want. To claim your bonus, register today and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions TOC, designed to add more excitement to the games and sports you love. Bet on team win totals, predict the Super Bowl winner, or use the MyBookie Prop Builder and secure the bag. Your winning season begins today exclusively at MyBookie. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's part of the list of items that you're considering here. How to maybe help the students get some relief from the, from the sun, from how hot it gets in the north end zone. What can you even do? Yeah, you know, and, and actually as a part of our stadium project, um, the North End Zone was a big part of that. And we were going to create uh, almost like a student party deck um, that would be, you know, have a lot of amenities, have misters and fans and shaded areas and those type of things. Uh, and, and folks probably saw that in the renderings, but obviously that's on hold. So, yeah, you know, it's just it's a tough one. You know, when you have a, an 11 o'clock or, or a 2.30 or 3 o'clock game, it's just going to be really hot in September. And those are metal bleachers. I get that. And, you know, it's, it's really warm. So, um, I don't know. We, we, we try to make sure that the concession stands are full and they can get water and other beverages and, and those type of things. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, there's really just not a great fix for it right now. And, you know, we, we'd love to potentially move them back if we could. But, there's just too many of them. And with enrollment continuing to, to, to grow and record enrollment for the freshman class, um, there's no place that we could move them in the stadium where they could all stay together and, and enjoy you know, that student experience. So uh, we'll continue to, to work on it, and, and we certainly understand. But uh, you know, this week's a night game, so hopefully you won't be as hot and, and they'll be able to stay and, and enjoy themselves. Oh, man. See, I thought I had a great idea. Put the students on the east side where we've been sitting visiting fans for so long. And just move all those nice visiting fans into the sun. Dang, thought I had something. Well, we we actually kind of modeled all of that out a couple of years ago, and and you know said what are the possible options for moving the student section to other somewhere else in the stadium, maybe back to the south, or as you mentioned, to the east side. Um, and there's there's just literally not enough seats. You know, we, we sell uh, about over 10,000 student tickets. And again, I, I think that will increase some as we move forward because our enrollment is continuing to grow. Um, there's no place we could put them. We'd have to split them up probably into two different student sections, um, which I don't think is ideal. Um, you know, we try to, we try to split our visitors up as much as we can as well so that they can't kind of unify and cheer and, and those types of things. Um, but the problem that you have in a 64,000 seat stadium um, is there's really not a bad seat in the building, so you can't put the visitors in bad seats. Um, and unfortunately, you can't just move 10,000 students, you know, all around, you know, anywhere as well. So we'll continue to monitor it. We we understand. We we feel the pain, and um, you know, thankfully now it feels like the weather's starting to maybe get a little cooler. And by the time you know this game's a night game, by the time we get back for the Tulsa game, you'll be late September. So hopefully we've we've gotten through the heat. What's your most pressing issue right now? Um. Probably just some of the, you know, you have your, your, your issues that are specific to you at, at Ole Miss. I mean, we have things that we work on every day that are, that are challenges. Um, but I just think that the overall landscape of college athletics, you know, kind of where we're going, what does conference realignment look like, what does NIL look like, transfer portal, you know, NCAA litigation, uh, what does the NCAA look like next year or in six months or tomorrow, you know? So just trying to, to stay ahead on some of that stuff and talking to colleagues and working with the people here in our building make sure that, you know, Ole Miss, you know, continues to strengthen our seat at the table and, and all of that as we move forward. But, uh, you know, we're, we're in a really different place than we were three years ago when I, when I took over. 
uh, from a standpoint of just things that are happening on a national level uh, in college athletics. How is your team kind of balancing the give to project whatever versus give to NIL tightrope? That's going to be tough. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and we've talked a lot about that. I do think by pressing pause on the stadium piece of the campaign, you know, that gives us some flexibility and, and gives us a little relief from that standpoint. Um, but yeah, I mean, NIL, you know, is important. And we talk to donors probably every day about, you know, the balancing act of, you know, where the money should go and what facilities we need. But we also need, you know, the, the, the NIL, you know, money in that space. So, um, I think it's I think it's kind of uh, balanced out a little bit. I think people are starting to understand NIL more. Uh, you know, you have some people that are are totally capital project centric. They have, don't want to have anything to do with NIL. You have some that only want to give to NIL, and then you have a you know the, the major portion of your donor base that's somewhere in the middle, and they're just kind of asking us, hey, where should we give? And so we're trying to figure all that out and, and make sure that every every bucket gets what it needs to be successful. Well, you mentioned conference expansion. What input? Did the athletics directors like yourself have with the commissioner? What teams do you think would be good additions? Well, you know, um, I know you're not going to mention reason- teams. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no chance you're getting that. Uh, I but, tried yeah, though. I, will say, I tried. You, you did. Appreciate it. A, a for effort, Ben. A for effort. Uh-huh. Um, I think. I think. You know, obviously, with Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league, that was very quiet. Um, I've, I've joked that I, I found out about that at the same time everybody did. You know, when it scrolled across Twitter or, or on the ticker uh, on the TV, uh, and that, that's how it had to be. Greg had to do that. You know, kind of behind behind the curtain a little bit. But he has reached out kind of since uh, USC and UCLA moved into the Big Ten uh, with that announcement. He's reached out and has talked about, hey, what what would make sense for the SEC? Do we feel good with 16? Should we look to add? Um, you know, I think that there's a lot of a lot of uh, universities and, and schools that that would be very interested in joining the SEC. Clearly, so you know, where does it go? Do we stay at 16? Do we get 18? Do we go to 20? Um, you know, who knows? Who knows? But well, what's uh, Keith's perfect number? Um, I you know my my I don't know what the perfect number is. My gut tells me we'll probably end up with more at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't I don't know who they would be. I think that you know I really don't have a desire. To, to go add a you know an Oregon or somebody from New York just to you know get a sexy brand from a standpoint of I, I think the student athlete experience is, is really tarnished if we're having to travel on a Tuesday night to Eugene Oregon you know yeah, it just doesn't make sense for it's just be really tough yeah. and so and again I, I don't want to add teams if, if they're going to take part of our revenue share I think it's going to have to be you know a new negotiation with with TV partners and those type of things so. Um, but I do think that there's probably a, a few teams that are in our geographic footprint that make sense, you know, and so we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. But I, I couldn't be more confident in the leadership with Commissioner Sankey and, and Charlie Hussey and, and the folks at the SEC. They, they do a fantastic job. And, uh, you know, the SEC is strong. And, you know, the only, the only thing that could happen is we would get stronger. And I think we got stronger when we added Texas and Oklahoma. I think, you know, we, would, we wouldn't add any teams that would – you know, keep us on a level playing field. We would only add teams if it made us stronger, and, and Greg and, and his folks will, will certainly manage that and do the right thing. Well, rapid fire, three questions, and we'll get out of here. One, what was your take? What is Keith Carter's take on college football playoff expansion going to 12? I, I think it's great. Um, you know, Ole Miss would have been in the playoff last year, which would have been fantastic. And so I, I think, you know, the expansion is it, it's inevitable. Um, you need more teams. It, you know, it, it, it makes the regular season – more valuable, you know, the games that a lot of times when people are eliminated in week three and week four, week five, you know, now they have something to play for, you know, all season. And I think if you're in the SEC with 16 teams, 
you know, there's a good chance you could have four or five teams in just about every year, you know, when it's all said and done. So I think it's really cool. Um, is there any consideration from your team about building an M Club Hall of Fame, something maybe the public could access on game days, showcasing exhibits for um, past players and accomplishments and all that kind of stuff? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're actually in talks right now with the Alumni Association, uh, with the M Club, and, and obviously with our team here in athletics to figure that out. And we, we have an M Club room, which is very nice, um, but it's not necessarily where the public can get in there. And I, I do think that uh, we need to build something that makes sense that we can certainly do all the M Club functions and, and all the athletics functions and have it as a private space when we need it. But I do think that, you know, all of the history of Ole Miss athletics needs to be shown. It needs to be open to everyone. So I think we're going to get there, and I think we've got some, some cool ideas that we might be able to unveil here, you know, in, in, the, in the pretty recent, uh, pretty near future. If you had to make a Sophie's Choice, Final Four Access Bowl. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. Golly. Yeah. That one's tough because, yeah. you know, from an old, from an old basketball guy, I know. I'm thinking Final Four is like the, the, the ultimate. But then from an administrator, I'm like, the, the, I don't know. Um, They're both cash cows. They are. They are. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with basketball. Final Four, you know, something we've never done here before. We've been to an access ball, right? We've done that. Yes. So um, I'm going to say Final Four. I just want to get past the Sweet 16. That's what I want. I want to get past the Sweet yeah. 16. Yeah, final four for basketball for Ole Miss would be um, would be amazing and, and something that you know we could build on and and, and do and uh, yeah, final four, hundred percent. Could you hold your own in practice with the men's basketball team? Not a chance. No, I, I, went, I went I went bowling Tuesday night with our student athlete leadership group. Uh-oh. Um, I did I did bowl the highest score. I got a one seventy one. Okay, I'm very, so very like proud what? Of. Talk shit then. Here, it's fine. No, here's. Here's, I, I did on Twitter. I did, I did call them out on Twitter, and I said, thankfully, they're very good at their other sports, which is good. Um, but but I, my back's been hurting for three days now. Oh, boy. So, like, I, I went, yeah. I, there's no chance I could play basketball anymore. So, um, Spot those, up those threes? Are way too, Spot up threes. Yeah, but, but, you know, they're still too physical. They're, they, would, they would hurt me even around the three-point line. So, I have no desire. I love watching them. I love, you know, I'm wishing them the best, all of that, but no chance I want to get out there and run with them anymore. All right, last one. Who's the starting quarterback when almost gets to Atlanta? Um, I'm, I, that's way above my pay grade. No! Like, I, I don't, ah, I don't, yeah, yeah. Ah, I, you know, both of, those, both of those guys are fantastic. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I've, asked, I've asked Lane all, all fall camp, like, hey, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And he's, this is, this, is legit, like, this is a legitimate deal. Like, these guys have both done really, really well. Um, I'm excited to see Luke, you know, tomorrow. Uh, Jackson obviously got the first start for the first game. But, uh, you know, I will say, I guess, kind of my uneducated football opinion is I, I do think once once it's decided, I think you'll see our team take a big jump. You know, I think once once they kind of get behind one guy, but there's no way I can tell you which one it should be because I think they've both done a great job. They're both great young men. And uh, that's why we pay coach literally the, the big bucks. That's why he's got to make those decisions. Yeah, that's true. Well, breaking news, folks, breaking news. Keith Carter reported, I'm not going to do that to you, but I will say thank you for carving out some time today, and I look forward to seeing my plaque above, I guess, a dumpster outside of 1810. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to actually go get with our facilities folks right now and, and make sure that that happens. So, uh, Perfect. But I, I wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily hold my breath. If I oh, were. man, well, that's unfortunate. Thank you, buddy. All right, thanks, Ben.